just as a disclaimer to anyone who's listening, we are not beer experts. We are beer fans. So if you're looking for experts, this ain't for you probably. Not yet anyway. We'll figure it out though. What's up, everybody? You're listening to the Yeasty Boys Podcast. I'm Jason Tate. And I'm Aaron Miller, and it still smells like Obi fart in here. Yeah, Obi was in here. Aaron's dog Obi was in here a minute ago, and he just just blew ass. He ripped, ripped one, man. And he does that all the time, and I think he knows they're about to kick me out, so I'm going to leave them with yeah. a little, little pressure. cheese. Yeah. He, uh, he broke wind. How many euphemisms do we have for farting? Ripped one. Is that farted. specifically like an English phenomenon? Do every, does every culture have just that many fart <laughs> kind of things? I don't know, but I like it. Uh, yeah. Well, anyways, <clears throat> while we wait for that to dissipate, uh, we are drinking. This is part two. Part two of uh, the 120 minute IPA from Dogfish Head. Brewing. Um, this is a beer that Aaron and I split. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we paid for half and we went halvesies on a, a four pack because it's definitely the most expensive beer I've ever bought. By far, which it's not the most expensive beer in the world because I've seen some certainly not, no, ridiculously priced beer, but it was one of those that you you go to the cash register, they tell you the price, and you're like, uh oh, you seriously debate, like, is it worth it? What? Do I like just bring it back? Hold on, let me check. That's my always bank humi- account. Yeah, <laughs> give me one second. It's always humiliating though when you're like, "Oh, Oops. never mind," and yeah. you bring something back. Um, but anyways, it's the 120 minute IPA from Dogfish Head. Cheers. So cheers to no bank account money or whatever. Now, uh, we should clarify. So this is the two part um, series because we did this when we bought it. But uh, supposedly, mm-hmm. uh, this is a good beer for aging. It ages well. Now, I think typically when, when people say aging, they mean like... Years. Yeah, some, some substantial time. We've had this thing in the cellar for I don't know how long. I'm actually looking at our episode list podcast. It's been a while, I think, right? 20 or so episodes, maybe? Uh, I, would, I think it was in the 20s. So yeah. and and we've also missed some weeks, so I'm pretty sure it's been at least six months. Um, uh, this is a was it episode 25. Oh, oh yeah. wait, that was the that deal, was the whole deal. 25 March episodes 20th. later. March 20th. 25 episodes later. Uh, here we are at our 50th episode, our uh semi centennial. Mm-hmm. The big five uh, zero. Big five zero. Fifty episodes of. Uh, We're over the hill. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, if you've been listening from day, if you're a day one, if you're a day oneer, yeah. Uh, if you're a ride or die, Yeasty Boys fan, mm-hmm. um, thanks for sticking it out. I want to actually give one person a shout out who is, yeah, has brought a lot of fans, and it's uh, our good buddy Case Lugs. Yeah, Kevin Lewis. Yeah, Peter would have never heard Special of this K. podcast. Special K. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're it. right. Uh, there, him and him and Pete do the Interstate Gamers. Yeah. Um, you'll hear a word from them later. But 
yeah, and thanks to everybody else who listens. And if you guys could remember to uh, tell your friends, share the podcast, like and uh, subscribe, smash that, smash like that button. like button. <laughs> uh, rate us on iTunes would be really helpful. We've got a lot of ratings on there, but it would be helpful if you could throw up a five star review. If you're gonna leave a one star review, maybe just I don't know, fuck email off. Email us uh, uh, that do, one. Do anything else? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, go volunteer that time mm-hmm. to a charity, right? Uh, listen to a different podcast and stop, stop following me. <laughs> yeah, but but as Jason said, share with your friends. Word of mouth goes a long way. We don't have a billboard um, in the sky or we anything have a, advertising. It's not like us. we have a billboard, uh, which brings us into our first question. Uh, the Eastie Boys is a podcast where we drink beer and we talk about beer and we answer your questions. And we are going to do that questions part now. We're going to answer a question from our co number one fan, imprisoned Michael. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay, Prison, Prison Mike. Michael. Uh, you want to beer me that cue, Aaron? I do. Um, Prison Mike and Prison Michael. This, I'm just going to say this beer is P kicking Mike. my ass already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I struggled over a few words that I should not have Whew. earlier. <laughs> it's rough. Um, so, yeah. Go ahead. It's, it's a lot of alcohol at once. If we didn't mention it, it's like close to 20%. Um, so oh, it's, yeah. It's like a wine. Well, it's more than a wine. It's actually. like a barley wine, yeah. Um, but, anyways. Uh, P. Mike, Prison Mike, and Prison Mike asked if you were gifted a billboard other than an ad for the Yeasty Boys, um, which is our podcast, if you're listening and didn't know, um, what would you put on said billboard? Stay tasty, you wonderful people. Thanks for the question, uh, Mike. Gosh, I don't know. I guess you, you have a rare opportunity here to further your own personal agendas. This reminds me of uh, a question that we have debated on doing. I don't think we ever did it. Maybe we have, and maybe I'm just going to um, like reinstill this idea. But um, there was a question that we thought about doing that was if you could like tell the world one thing, hmm. if you had like 10 seconds to tell the world one thing, um, what yeah. would it be? And so this is similar. Not as big of a platform. I just wish Cameron was here to say that he would have a big, big billboard that says taxation is theft. Taxation is theft. It's been a lot of episodes since that has been said. Yeah. But I have no doubt in my mind <laughs> that that would be Cameron's 100% what his billboard. billboard. You know, as you get closer to um, my, the town I grew up in in southeastern Kentucky, uh, you start seeing some real strange pro-choice billboards. And I'm not going to have a dialogue here on the podcast about pro-choice, pro, pro-life, but... Uh, yeah, just some real weird billboards that are just like, God weeps for his 50 million aborted babies. And you're like, whoa. And it's like right next to a Cracker Barrel billboard. <laughs> and you're like, I don't know how to feel. I'm kind of hungry now, but also a little freaked out. Yeah, yeah. So I guess you could just put whatever the fuck you want on those things. I, Because I, if you could put that up there, like surely you could just put whatever, right? So I grew up near Vider, which mm. Vider is infamous or ha- currently in the infamous fighter for for a long time having the like most influential or the biggest area of KKK members. Oh, that's um, not a great thing to be known for. It is a horrible thing. Oh, I think to now be that you mentioned it, I actually know the name. Yeah. Yeah. Um and I grew up about 30 minutes away from there and it was a billboard that had an Oh, those fellers can get a billboard. <laughs> yeah, it it, it basically said leave this town wow but in a very crude way a different language a different language um and which this was 90s this was before i mm-hmm. 
was aware of anything. We used to have some similar signs, yeah, in southeastern Kentucky. But go ahead. I'm glad we're in glad we're a world where we well, we're not out of the dark. But we're, we're not. We'll we're never the right be out direction, of maybe. Yeah, yeah, uh, somewhat. Yeah. Um, but so I guess you just put whatever you want on there. I think I don't think you can anymore. I'm yeah. I'm sure you have to follow what 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 are the laws for? I guess like anti-discriminatory. Well, I don't know. There's there's FCC laws, right? I don't know. Could you just put like a big butt on there? Like if you can, you just put whatever you want. You could maybe do a photocopied butt, right? But you probably can't do like a raw butt. A, a raw <laughs> butt. It would have to be like a xeroxed butt. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I don't. Yeah, gosh, I don't know. I would put. Um, it's going to be a a picture of a fork mm-hmm. and some jelly, and mm-hmm. it's going to say. Try spreading with a fork next time. <laughs> is, there a, is there a story to this? Or it's just meant to confuse people? No, it's, it's genuinely. Why, how do you spread your jam or jelly? Well, I use uh, the good old butter knife. Try spreading with a fork next time. Is it better? Think of what happens with the knife. You just kind of smush it into the bread, do you yeah, not? Yeah, well, I just usually get it with the knife and then it just spreads right on there nice and evenly across the bread. With jelly? The bread. With yeah. jelly. Jelly. Don't believe it. <laughs> what are you doing with your butter knives, man? Are you Are we talking toast or are we talking I'm going to we're going to do a little experiment. Yeah, I think this might have more to do with your technique, my my man. If you're doing a PB&J on soft mm. bread, on yeah. flaccid bread. <laughs> Please don't really <laughs> flaccid bread to me again. Um, then it, generally, your knife will push down the jelly and it will not spread very well. I mean, obviously, it works eventually. I mean, you got the knife at like if a 45 a, degree angle, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know what I'm doing. For sure. But if you use a fork, one time I was out of butter knives and I used a fork uh-huh. and I cut down on a second or two. Oh, really? And you just push down on the jelly. It kind of splooshes out. It splooshes out. And, and you then repeat s- that process. Yeah. And you just, you essentially just like sploosh it, spread, sploosh, spread. I see what you're saying. And it's, it's just a, it's so much easier. And this is what you deem important to share, to share with the rest of America. Everything else has been said. Well, that's a good point. And, and the thing is, on people's opinions, like you, you were so hard on, hard on this. <laughs> This opinion about uh, your knife and jelly. That's true. You get people talking about it at least. But, and so if it's even more controversial opinion, whatever, whatever it may be, A, they've already heard the argument towards it. Sure. And B, they're not going to change their mind more than likely, unless there's a, you know, some radical change. So this is a, a, a lighthearted idea that I don't think anyone's going to be offended over. What if you could just have a big billboard on the interstate that just says, go back, turn, like turn around, turn around, turn around, you f- go back the other oh, way. Oh, I do want to add, I'm going to have like the ShamWow guy or all those infomercials. I want a picture of me with two thumbs up. Like He's on there too. Just yeah, smiling, yeah. just cheesing. Get that endorsement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you could just have a big billboard maybe that says like, go back. That's almost like the turnaround on drown ones. Yeah. But this one, there's no explanation. It's just like, turn around. Don't go, don't go further. Get out. Leave. While you still have a chance. Uh, And just leave it at that. Okay. Is that yours? Yeah, I think that 
that would be pretty funny. Yeah, could just you, you got on a mind for not having a cause. <laughs> you could just be on. It'd just be a picture of me, uh, sort of laying by a fire with a maybe a naked, otherwise with a cowboy hat over my genitals in a sort of Burt Reynolds fashion. Okay, to uh, to commemorate his life because we've of course lost him. Now we're talking. Oh yeah, uh, one of the one that. of the greatest mustaches that ever lived. Him and Tom Selleck. Yep, Tom Selleck. Uh, Fuck, man. We better not lose Tom. Who didn't want to be Magnum P.I.? <laughs> That's a good point. Just wearing short shorts and Hawaiian t-shirts every day to work. Mm. So you're locking it in with um, Daisy Dukes. Wait, no, not Daisy Dukes. Cowboy hat over your genitals. Laying out there. You say boots? No boots? It's just a big picture of me. Just a big picture of you. Okay. I like Maybe. it. A little narcissistic, <laughs> but I like it. Here's <laughs> just a big picture of Mike, just his face. How about we just get a picture of Mike and Pete it's together? Just, yeah, and it says code number one, Yeasty Boys. Well, he said we can't do an Yeasty Boys ad. We could just do a big picture of uh, Mike. We could just say appreciate you. We could just do a big picture of Mike's face with his, um, with his home address and his contact details and his phone number on there so that people can re- reach out to him. Yeah, just just get random phone calls every night. Sure. I guarantee you get a lot of phone calls. Yeah, and it just says, like, acquit Michael. Mm-hmm. I he like did it. not rip the tag off of that mattress. <laughs> not guilty. Just Mike's face, and it not says, guilty. not guilty. Not guilty. And he's wearing a bandana like Steve Carell. Mm-hmm. He looks like prison Michael. I like it. I actually like it a lot. So it could just be a campaign for free, free Mike. Free Mike. Hashtag free Mike. Which Mike is a free man, but we know he has a tendency to. Well, he's on parole. Yeah, and he he, and he falls back in his ways, and inevitably we will get caught. So, so anything we can do to help? Yeah, I sort of feel obligated, you know, with that free space. Absolutely do. Um, I've exhausted my billboard ideas. Really, I think my I nailed yeah. on the head with the first one. I haven't really spent a whole lot of time wondering what I would do with a big uh, billboard. Aside from like advertising a business adventure. Mm. Speaking of businesses, um, I, I did forget to mention this earlier, but I wanted to ask you about the dump truck. Mm. That is, so Aaron lives in a subdivision uh, that's developing, and there are a lot of there's a lot of construction going on. Unfortunately. And there's a dump truck parked uh, not far from your house. And on the side of the truck, it says, nicely done dump. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. I've never noticed that. It doesn't even say dumping. It just says nicely done dump on the side of the truck. I guess that's the company. I feel like a three-year-old named that. So I guess what I'm asking you is explain. (laughs) Well, parents also. Have you noticed this? No, I've never noticed this. Here's what my potential explanation would be. Parents always tell their kids, like... Nicely done. Good job pooping. Like, you did a good job pooping. <laughs> a good job pooping. Just, and, and I think that's why the viral video of the little girl, good job pooping, to that mm-hmm. dog. Gotta um, encourage them. You gotta encourage them. And so... You think uh, that reaction, it kind of it stays with us until adulthood when we're looking for dumping companies? I think so. I, I think it, it's... First off, 
I think the boss didn't have a name for this company. Well, he was obviously a boss baby. He was obviously from the movie Boss Baby. Exactly. He was a small with Alec Baldwin with somehow a grasp of the English language and a large understanding of U.S. economics. Actually, a somewhat decent movie if you haven't seen it. Uh, I did. I think actually, I didn't hate it. It was it was one of those like chill night. I just can't get those. those 80 minutes of my life back and i'm so sad about it oh so you did not enjoy it at all i wasn't a huge fan of boss baby okay but anyways continue i am not on the other side of the fence but i'm kind of standing on top of the fence not bad nor good it it was one of those like i'm halfway paying attention halfway falling asleep this is whatever this is happening yeah this is this is happening um but anyways uh alec baldwin take me away Um, but anyways, I, I think the boss, um, the boss baby, the boss baby, he hadn't named it yet, or maybe it was just named Bob's dumping. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, that's just, you know, the interim. <laughs> I never thought we'll of like change it later. having a dumping company and be like, you got to name this, I guess. Right. It's not easy. So I, I imagine How do you one of not his... go for a pun or a joke there. <laughs> exactly. So I imagine one of his employees were, was training and he's like nicely done dump nicely done on that dump doug mm-hmm. the excellent hey doug dump doug kill fucking killed that dump you just 10 out of 10 <laughs> 10 out of 10 on that dump great dump i love watching you dump doug <laughs> doug <laughs> doug <laughs> doug, <laughs> doug. doug. You killed that dump, man. <laughs> that was a sick, was a sick dump. That was brother. a sick dump, Doug. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know how the name came to be, but there's legitimately a company called Nicely Done Dump. You know what? And I, I don't. Can we get a picture in uh, for the, I'll throw that this up. podcast? I'll throw that for up. that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've never needed anything dumped. Well, I've taken some things to the dump myself. What do you dump? What's a dump? Well, you know. What you, is a dump? It's what a, do dumps do? It's a big gar- home for garbage. Home, right. Garbage home. Right. So waste management does some dumps. Yep. But and, why do you need a dump company? Well, you know how you have your dump can where you put all your dump from the day? Yeah. That goes I, in your, I have a dump can, a smaller dump can. In the house. An indoor dump can. <laughs> and you got your bigger outdoor and dump can. And then I can. bring it to the outdoor dump can. You put the dump which is a weird concept. You, you know it is. Why not just have the big dump can <laughs> right there in the house? Right. In the, or, or, or the big dump can outside and walk a few more steps and then you don't have throw to the, trash. Throw the trash right in there. Or dump in your house. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Uh, but sometimes if you have such a big mess... That it's like, well, I can't fit all this in the dump can. Mm. And you can take it to the city dump. Gotcha. Anyway, so I've never, I guess a couple times I've had to take some things to the dump that were too big to fit into my dump can. Yeah. Uh, Otherwise, though, I've never had, I've never needed a big truck to take my dump away. (laughs) I imagine. (laughs) But if I ever do, Uh you bet your ass. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm going I'm going to crack open the yellow book that keeps getting delivered to my house even though no one's ever why used it. Why is it ha- why does since, that happen <laughs> since the early 2000s? They're waste they're wasting money, right? 
Yeah, it goes. They throw it on my yard, and I put it. It goes right into the dump can. How do they afford? Did they get advertisers on the yellow pages? I'm assuming. I don't know, man. Because who's even advertising? On Have you ever those? tried to use the yellow pages online? It's not even. It's There's like a fucking joke. Still? It doesn't even work. No, I I use this thing called Google Maps. Yeah, it's one of those weird things Google. that were like such a huge part of life. Like you could look people up and find their addresses in the white pages, and now it's like totally irrelevant. Yeah, that's weird. Anyways, um. Definitely going to check out Nicely Done Dump if I ever need anything. Do you want to get a rival company called Good Job Dumping? Good Job Dumping. Good Job Dumping. Oh, yeah. We should just compete with Nicely Done Dump. <laughs> you know what else is kind of a recent phenomenon? I, I'm going to go off on a bit of a tangent here. I know we've it's got okay. an agenda. This podcast is. is just, just one long tangent. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know what's an interesting phenomenon that's only existed since the era of the modern smartphone? Is people uh, not going at green lights, and it boils my blood. That's a good point. Because I was on the way, yeah. I was on the way to your house, and this dude was stopped at a green light for like, and my truck doesn't. Well, I wasn't driving the truck; actually, I was driving the Alley's car, so I did honk. But mm-hmm. my truck doesn't have a working horn, right. which is a problem. But so I normally can't even alert these people. But this so you dude just was, stick your head out the window and go, "Hey, hey, guy, hey!" But uh, he was sitting at this green light for like 30 seconds which isn't a long time but when you're no, sitting at a green that's light that's a long time it's like an eternity at a green light i'm surprised the green light would stay open that late and i gave him a couple seconds <laughs> Wait, but like stay <laughs> i know what you meant <laughs> i know what you meant it's the beer yeah, uh yeah. but you know i gave him a couple seconds but i think after i, I don't know what the rule of thumb is but after a few seconds it's like okay i give a like i give Three to four seconds. There's some people that the second that thing turns green, they ride that horn. And I'm just like, okay, sir. I'll give you a second. But, and the thing is, it's like, you know, they're on their phone because what else are you doing? Well, here's the thing. And Andrea makes fun of me for this one. Uh -uh. But I have a tendency to watch the light until right before it turns. And I'll go look at something else or look at just the ground. Um, my ADD takes over. Mm. Um, and then she'll be like, she'll just kind of wait for a second and just see if I'm going to look up. Because um, she doesn't want to be like that person. It's like, the light's green. She used to be that person. And then um, I would be like, I know. <laughs> I know. I'm driving. <laughs> Even though I didn't know. <laughs> um, but I have a weird tendency to just space out yeah. right before I the mean, lights. That's right fair. Before. And I think we've all done that. But I'm. it's just, I remember when I learned to drive. Yeah. And I mean, we had phones then, but they were like... We had like a Razor. Yeah, I had an LG Shine. I had a Razor, and then I had... I don't remember what it was, but it was pretty. It's pretty cool one of those yeah. slide sideways. Oh yeah, full keyboard. Yeah, yeah, the full QWERTY keyboard, like Ooh, the yeah. like the hot spots or whatever they were called. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, hot shots. That's what they were called. You know, the irony of the AT and T hot shot is that it had a fire hazard problem where it would become engulfed in flames. As as the Galaxy S eight did pretty much, except it was called the hot shot, which the was hot funny. shot. Oh, I, I seriously. Uh, but any, anyways, I'm, I'm a little slow, guys. Uh. Yeah, so I remember when I learned to drive, that was never a fucking problem. Like, the light turned green, and then people would go because there was nothing else to do. You weren't reading a book. Like, you were driving, and you were stuck in your car. Worst case scenario, you were fooling with the radio, or you were looking out your window, like you said. Yeah. But it was definitely not as bad. It's almost every time I pull up at a stoplight. College towns, and and I wouldn't classify Lexington as a college town. I would. Um, (laughs) 
If you sure. had lived in College Station, then your view Well, your town was named after the college. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, College Station summer versus, like, school year was no one there. literally an entirely different town. Um, but in College Station, we'll just say that, um, man, it was bad. Big problem. Big it, It's problem. to the point where I think probably more than half the time now, I pull up to any stoplight. Yeah. And it's red. And if there's somebody in front of me, I would say more than 50% of the time they have a delay before they take off. Especially if they have a like a Range Rover, a nice <laughs> SUV with like the embroidered uh, yeah. initials. Yeah. You know you're going to be sitting in the light Definitely. for a while. I don't want to get into stereotypes, but you know, some cars, you can tell you're like this guy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, anyways, we're getting off point. But I'm um, done with my old man rant. The old man rant. And we're going to do another cue. Another cue. And I'm going to beer that to you. Please. Right now. Punk. Just going to make sure I have the right user. <clears throat> this is from Reddit user Itty Bitty Kangaroo. You know, kangaroos are already cute. Except for that one that was trying to beat up a dog. Did you ever see that video? That and the guy fought it. The guy just squared up and yeah, he was like socked him. He was like, "What up?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, itty bitty kangaroo. Mm. Uh, with a relevant question. Okay. Why can't I punch hard in my dreams? <laughs> Eight question marks. I just want to add that it has. Eight? I didn't pay attention to that. Wow. Uh, seven. Excuse me. I did miscount. Seven question marks. I don't know if that changes things for you. Uh, so a obviously a very marks. important question. Why can't I punch hard in my dreams? The more question marks, does that mean the more important the question is? I, I, I think Maybe it, that's why I don't get emails yeah. emailed back is because I don't do enough question marks. Yeah, I think the more you add, it kind of adds a layer of urgency each yeah. each question mark. Okay. But uh, so why can't I punch hard in my dreams? Have you ever had this problem? Have you ever tried to punch in your dreams? I actually, I, I'm like Thanos in my dreams. Oh, yeah? You just punch super hard? I just punch opposite super problem? hard. <laughs> I punch too hard where I'm like, I just want to injure this guy and I murder them. And you punch him to death. Yeah, it's, it's Man, a problem. Man, I don't know. I'm such a non-violent person. Like, I don't even ever find myself in, even in, in dream situations where I'm punching. I don't do a whole lot of punching. I'm a, I'm a big dreamer. And I like to imagine You're not the only one. That was John Lennon reference. Oh yeah. Nice. I like to imagine That is also a John Lennon I'll, reference. I'm I'm doing this on purpose. Oh uh, yeah, you were. No, I'm <laughs> I I uh tend to like daydream a lot, as I mentioned, very mm. ADD. Um and I like just think of these heroic moments where I'm like, oh I'm about to like Punch this guy. Punch this guy because he's like dishonoring this woman. Right. You're going to save some damsel in distress. Save some damsel in distress. And especially in school. Real life, you're going to get like stabbed eight times in the face. Absolutely. (laughs) But in my daydreams. In your daydream. Uh, which sometimes the more you think about things, then mm-hmm. the more you dream about things. And so that's true. Yeah. So I, I tend to be. It works its way into your dreams. Yeah, I tend to be quite the burly man in mm-hmm. my dreams. So you've, it well, doesn't saying, translate IRL, but well, I think you might be on to a good solution here for our question asker because I I get they haven't specifically asked this question, but I get the impression that they would like to know how to punch harder, right? Because right. they say, "Why can't I?" Yeah. So the goal that they have is obviously to punch hard. In yeah, their yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. And I don't think anybody ever aims to throw a soft punch. No. So, 
I think you might be on to something. Well, I think there's different levels of a punch. Like I'm going to teach mm -hmm. this guy a lesson or I'm going right. to injure this dude. Right. Or I'm going to like turn this dude to the Thanos dust. Yeah. Uh, but, but I think you might be on a solution because you said you daydream a lot about punching, <laughs> which is, you know, but, and <laughs> which then, is what? and then you find that it makes its way into your actual dreams and right. that you punch good. Yeah. So I think what you're doing is I essentially, I think you're essentially training. Yeah. That's going to be my billboard, right? actually. It's going to be a picture of me squared <laughs> up and it says, I punch good. <laughs> punch good. And it's just your phone number. <laughs> it's like 1-800-D's hands. <laughs> Catch D's hands. <laughs> but uh, so maybe if the question asker, Itty Bitty Kangaroo, could find some time during their day to daydream and kind of train and practice and spar. Is this a throwaway count? Or is like this is kind of beetle juicing uh, here? Because itty bitty kangaroo. Mm. So kangaroos punch. They do they do they're a lot like of kicking the only, though, right? They do kicking, but I, I don't they punch too, I think. Uh, yeah, I think, I think so. they box. I think so. Um so the irony here, the one of the few yeah. animals that punch. Well, it's very possible that the question asker is an actual kangaroo who's learned how to use the internet. And he's a small little kangaroo who can't kangaroo. throw a big punch. Uh, but I, whatever the case may be, I think you might be onto something because the thing about it is when you're asleep, you don't have control over your body. Yeah. Right? So you want to throw Unless a hard you punch. A, a lucid dreamer. Right. You want to throw a hard punch, but your body is asleep and it's all weak and right. still. But if you daydream... You don't have that problem. So you can daydream, practice punching, mm -hmm. daydream that you're in the gym, yeah, practicing your punching. I want everyone to spend 30 minutes a day daydreaming. If everybody's listening right now, if you could just close your eyes and imagine that you're in the gym. Here, we're going to have 30 minutes of silence on this podcast. <laughs> you could just imagine that you're in the gym right now practicing your punching. Yeah. And I think that that will make its way into your real dreams later. Mm -hmm. And then when you need to call upon your strength, from your daydream training, you'll have the ability you can to punch Superman hard. punch whoever you want. Send them into orbit. Yeah. I think Aaron might actually be like have a secret here. Yep. I do. And it translates into real life. Oh yeah. I've punched You daydream about punching and a, you get better in punching in real life. I I've punched a bunch of people. <laughs> sometimes sometimes <laughs> I just sometimes I just punch people just for fun. <laughs> Just for, just no, I, I have an actual personal question, which um, uh -huh. I've, I've only shared with a few people. <laughs> mm. Have you ever like been talking to someone and you just like for you some reason urge. pictured yourself punching them? Only when they have a real punchable face. Well, see, that's the thing. It's It doesn't even translate to that. Like, it's just randomly. Like, one time it was like an old lady. You're just like, I wonder if I sucked. <laughs> which, face. which, which, which. I, I want everyone to know I would never, of course. ever do anything like that For in my sure. entire life. And sure. and if someone threatened to do that, then yeah. I would like stand in the way, you know. But sure. for some reason, like something in urge. me is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's the weirdest. I could, maybe, I I could, maybe I should say this. <laughs> I, it's sort of like that, uh, what do they call it? The call of the void. Where maybe. it's like you're on a bridge and you're like. I could just jump off. Yeah. It's like you would never do it, but your brain goes there. Exactly. So I think in a similar degree, it's like you just think about the, the crazy stuff you could do. Uh-huh. Or when you're holding something fragile, you're like, I could throw it on the floor. It, yeah. If I'm holding my phone like near a mountain or something, then I, I for some reason I feel uneasy like I'm going to drop this. Even though I'm 
I have opposable thumbs. Sure. I'm a capable person. I'm not going to drop my phone. Call of the void, man. Yeah. And it's getting you when you're standing in front of that little old lady. <laughs> it's like punch her in the face. I feel so bad. I think it's normal, man. Okay. It's a normal psychological okay. phenomenon. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, yeah, so I guess our final answer. Uh, they dream about punching old ladies. Yeah, see, because you can, what, what do you want to, what do you do mm-hmm. if you're a boxer or a UFC fighter in the real world if you want to get better at punching? You punch. You go to the gym and you punch. Mm-hmm. What do you do if you want to get better at punching in your dreams? Practice dream punching. Practice dream. And the only way you can practice dream punching is to daydream your dream punching and start right. on old, helpless ladies. Everyone. Everyone you come across or interact with, imagine you're punching them. Their yeah. face is a speed bag. Yeah, I guarantee this won't backfire at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, try not to let uh, your dreams pour over into reality there and let us know how it goes for you. Yeah, little kangaroo. And we're going to get a bit of a refill, although I'm worried that that might kill me. Yeah. um, And we'll let you hear a word from our friends, uh, Kevin Lewis, a.k.a. K-Slugs, a.k.a. Special K. A.k.a. And our friend Peter Williams, a.k.a. Pistol Pete, a.k.a. Deal For Real, from the Interstate Gamers. They're going to tell you about their podcast now, and we'll be right back. Hello! How's it going, everyone? I'm Kevin, a.k.a. K-Slugs. And I'm Peter, a.k.a. Deal For Real. And we host a podcast called The Interstate Gamers. If you've ever wondered how your favorite games might stack up against each other, or you just want to hear some detailed reviews, then our show just might be for you. On The Interstate Gamers, we discuss and critique everything from the gameplay to the aesthetics to the content of some of our favorite games. You can find us almost anywhere. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and even your trusty pal Alexa. Follow us on Twitter and make sure to subscribe if you like what you hear. Thanks for listening. Do check out the Interstate Gamers' uh, favorite podcast of ours. Good guys. Yeah. Dear friends, good friends, good podcasts. Uh, so, like I said earlier, it's part two of the 120-minute IPA, the the infamous 120-minute. So, Dogfish Head Was Brewing. Is it infamous? Famous, infamous. One of the one of the two. Well, what is, is in, infamous generally? That's sort of a negative connotation. I think usually it's the uh, the renowned one hundred twenty minute IPA. Right. Now, Dogfish Head Brewing has a sixty minute, uh huh, a ninety minute, ninety minute, and a one hundred twenty minute IPA. So we're waiting for your one hundred eighty minute. <laughs> this has all to do with the length of time that it's sits with the hops. It's wet hopped, or is that right? I knew at one point. Mm. I don't remember now, but yeah, yeah. we do have uh, a wealth of knowledge in our pockets. Ah, uh, yes. Um, but I, I, I do know. Do you remember anything about the first the first time we tried it? Because I, I'm trying to compare it to what I said before, but I didn't listen to that 25th episode. And I don't remember how we felt about it initially. I'm I know we liked tell it. If it changed, if it aged, if it tastes different. I, I will say I don't think it ch- tastes any different. You don't think so? Which we didn't age it for very long, but I also don't have the patience to age it for much longer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a uh, clock's in it between, depending on the batch, 15 to 20% ABV. So it is quite, quite a serious beer. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's continuously hopped with a copious amount of high alpha American hops throughout the boil and whirlpool processes, and then dry hopped with another palette of hops, unfiltered, abundantly hoppy. 
as they say, the holy grail for hop heads. Yeah. They brew this a few times a year and it sells out a few times a year and it sells out pretty fast. It, it's it's definitely hard to come or it used to be extremely hard yeah, to come by. To I think it's a little easier now. Mm-hmm. I mean, we found it at a local gas station. Granted, the gas station was it has a lot of beer at that gas station. Like, yeah, it's probably like a, beer a market. Yeah, better selection than like a lot of liquor stores. Yeah, yeah. So it's continuously hopped for 120 minutes. Man. Um, I mean, so it's I'd original. Like it. it was originally released in 2003. That was the first. Oh, year really? For 120 okay. minute. It's an imperial 15, 15 year anniversary. Yep. Oh yeah, that's right. It's uh, an imperial IPA, uh, double IPA Whoa. that is. Um, yeah. It's got sort of a citrus, piney, floral aroma. Yeah, very boozy, as you can imagine. Yep, a lingering bitterness. Um, I mean, what do you expect? I yeah. can't really, I can't really remember my initial reaction. It does taste a little. I don't know. Here's the thing. It's changed. Here's it. It, I, it changed a little it's bit, evolved. but also it's kind of hard to recall what it yeah. tastes like before. But I think the biggest thing is the biggest takeaway from this is. It's less boozy than most like twelve alcohol percentage beers that I've. <laughs> I think it's ta- it's become a little more tame with uh with the aging. Just like yeah, sit a little bit. That's possible. Yeah, sort of mellowed out a little. But it is still to quote to quote Tang, uh, everyone's favorite citrus powder drink from the early two thousands. Mm-hmm. It's still a kick in the glass. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But it's a good one if you can find it uh, near you. Go ahead and pick it up for. It up. I've had the sixty-minute paycheck and the ninety-minute on several occasions at restaurants. Yes, I'm actually a big fan of those two. Uh, yeah, I like the ninety-minute a lot. Yes. Um, they're, I mean, they're both great beers. They they claim that they get like a smoother taste, less hoppy, mm, right? The longer the aging process, which I, I tend to agree with, up until the one twenty minute and the one twenty minute. Is just kind of big old kick. Yeah, it's a big. It's a hop. You're drinking a hop. <laughs> drinking one hop. Um, but it's very good. And if you can, if you can find your hand on just a sixty minute, it's a good beer. Yeah, do if you've never had it. I implore you to try the sixteen ninety minute. Um, but if you can find the one hundred and twenty minute, and you have I don't know your whole life savings, uh, ready to just blow on a four pack of beer. Yeah. Go nuts. Go nut. Go crazy, man. Go wild. Yeah. Save up. Don't drink beer for three months, and then you can you can buy this. Yeah, or just a couple weeks if you're us. <laughs> uh, we're gonna we're gonna do another cue, another tasty cue. If we're not too drunk, I think we can make it through this. Aaron's one. holding his alcohol a lot better than I am. <laughs> Whew. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I did. Uh, stumble earlier just trying to go pee i thought i was fine and then i got up i was like Whoa. how often <laughs> does that happen where you're like i'm not drunk and then you stand up and you're like fuck i'm a little drunk and then you start walking like mm. happens to me at bars and i'll have a couple of drinks while i'm sitting yeah sheesh that's why i tend to get up and do a lap every beer you know gauge yeah have a beer and then I'm just at. Run a quick mile just to make sure. Run a quick mile. It. Have one five minute conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, see how many, and then look in a mirror. For some reason, a telltale sign for me is when I look in a mirror. If I start making funny faces of myself, I need to stop immediately. <laughs> it's your drunk check. Uh, this next yeah. question comes from Sands of the Nope. Sands <clears throat> of the Nope. 
Don't know what that means, but uh, thank you for your question. Thank you. And uh, Sands of the Nope is like no of the Nope, right? Yeah, Sans without without, without the Nope without, without the, nope. the Nope. Okay. Anyways, uh, thanks for your question. We will reach out to you on Reddit. Probably not. If you made a voodoo doll of yourself and then sit on it, <laughs> would you be able to get? <laughs> would you be able to get up? We're we're operating under the idea that voodoo dolls um, work. Listen, <clears throat> we've spent science has spent so long trying to answer so many questions, <laughs> and they should have just been focusing focusing all of their time and their energy on this question. This is so important. If you made just a put a hold doll, on cancer cancer research for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's useless right if you made a voodoo doll of yourself and then you sat on it what I mean, would happen i mean just i don't know much about voodoo dolls but i guess whatever happens to the voodoo doll happens to the unsuspecting victim generally yeah like if you if you put a pin in the side then you would have a pain in your side have you ever been in one of those <clears throat> uh dressing rooms where there are two mirrors on either side and there are like an infinite number of views in your reflection. I don't think so. Wait, are you shitting me? Like two mirrors facing each other and you're in the middle of them and then you can see yourself like forever? I mean, I've experienced that, but I don't know about in a dressing room. But Well, that's usually where it happens because that's where there are two mirrors on either side. I'm of just it. thinking of a fun house. Fair. <clears throat> but you've had this experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh would it not be the case that you would sit on the voodoo doll and then the pressure you've applied to the voodoo doll would be applied to you, which would right. be applied to the voodoo doll, which would be applied to you, which would be... You would die immediately. You would die, I think... <laughs> I think you... If you poked, yeah. <laughs> if you poked your own voodoo doll, <laughs> go ahead. If you poked your own voodoo doll, uh-huh. just a gentle poke. Yeah, right. The 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 poke <laughs> exponentially gets worse and worse. Well, no, but in this specific context, you're applying pressure to the voodoo doll by means of your own body, right? Which is a cyclical process. Yeah, <laughs> cyclical properties. Uh huh. So I think you're right because you sit on it. Yeah, yeah. And then the voodoo doll sits on you. Yes. And then you sit on the voodoo doll. Yeah. And the voodoo doll sits on you. Right. And this all happens uh, instantly in a space. Hold on, time. hold on. Let's. Uh, we don't. We obviously aren't very educated in voodoo dolls, but I don't know anything about. Is voodoo. what the voodoo doll does to you. But you don't have any influence on the voodoo doll, do you? Well, yeah, because that's how you manipulate it, right? So you pushed a pin into it. That's you interacting with the voodoo doll. Or you sit on it. But the thing is, if you sit on the voodoo doll, the voodoo doll represents you. So then something, some inanimate force presses on you, which presses on the voodoo doll that you're still sitting on. Oh. And then that just keeps repeating. So I think what you said about instantly dying is true because you sit on the voodoo doll uh-huh. and then all of a sudden, thousands and thousands of Pounds of pressure, right. of repetitions of you sitting on yourself uh-huh. occur, and then suddenly your legs just explode into dust. <laughs> right? Yeah. 
that's the only that's the Gosh. only way this could pan out. Is there a way to stop it before it gets too bad? Well, not if you've if you've set on it yourself, because you can't remove your. Well, you could stand up, but then you. But can you stand up when there's a a force? I guess not. When there's equal force going down on you. Well, here's the thing. You presumably you can lift yourself, right? Um, <laughs> you could sit up if you were sitting on your lap. If you had a twin brother named A.A. Ron, and he sat on your lap, you could still stand up. But I guess... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, yeah. Like, generally, you're more powerful than your weight, depending mm-hmm. on whatever muscles you're using. But... <clears throat> but does it, does it duplicate? Is it then two and three and four and five? But you're so? sitting on the voodoo doll, which whatever happens to the voodoo doll happens to you. Right. Oh, I see, because... But then you that happens up. to the voodoo doll, which then happens to you immediately, right? I see, I see, I see. Because you couldn't get up because the voodoo doll would have to get up. But if you got up off the voodoo doll, then the voodoo doll wouldn't be trapped anymore. Gosh. This is the most complex... I think you die instantly. I think you, were, <laughs> I think you nailed it. As soon as your butt touches the voodoo doll and you apply pressure to it, your legs explode. Uh-huh. From the immense pressure of thousands of repetitions of your own body sitting on your own legs. What sick person would create a voodoo doll of themselves? That's a good question. Well, I think it's somebody comes over and they're like, hey, Steve, I made this voodoo doll of you. Uh-huh. Uh, and Steve's like, I don't believe in that. Watch. <laughs> and then he sits on himself and his legs explode. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that's... Yeah, I feel like I would be in that situation. I tend to be like, oh, you know what? You're superstitious? Watch this. I guess we'll put up a Twitter poll. Uh, if you made a voodoo doll of yourself and sat on it, would you be able to get up, yes or no? We haven't done a Twitter poll in a while. I think this is a good one. Yeah, Would we, you we be did able the... to counteract the um, the effects mm. of a We did do doll? the, uh, if a baby centaur was born, would it nurse off the human nipple or the oh. horse nipple? What was, and what that one was that? split 50-50. Was kind of it? like a centaur is 50-50 human and horse, which is that's, interesting. That's cool. Now, uh, Pistol Pete did make a good point because I was totally team horse nipple. Right. As, because as it was seems, I. seems ergonomically more, e- more easily accessed. Yes. But Pete makes a good point. If the mother centaur can hold the baby centaur in her arms, she can still travel. She can nurse on the go. See, I think... The- if it's nursing off the horse nipple, she can't go anywhere. And the human nipple is unoccupied. I know. I th- I think I again Googled centaur. Google <laughs> we gotta stop doing this. And I, I just I can't we do really that have anymore. To stop doing this. It was a little more uh sexualized than I thought a centaur would be. Um it's the internet, man. It, it's the internet, and I gotta turn that Google image <laughs> search to uh strict. Gotta put that safe search on strict. <laughs> yeah. Um but I I do tend to agree with that. I guess. They can hold their babies and run around. I, yeah. I mean, it makes sense, Pete. But also, when are you feeding your baby while running around? Well, you got on the go. You got centaur stuff to do. You got, <laughs> That's true. Centaur is a different lifestyle than yeah, yeah. Homo sapien. Right. Uh, we'll, we'll put a poll up about um, 
what is this show about again? Oh, uh, sitting on a voodoo doll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, whether or not you kick it up. And until then, uh, Aaron, you got anything to say? Do check us out at YeastyCast on all social media or at theyeastyboys.beer. Send us your questions. If you want them answered, we'll do them live. Send us some cues. Thank you, Prison Mike, for your cue. Uh, Pistol Pete, we won't ride you too hard for not uh, uh, sending in cues yeah, because you, you were on the, the last episode. And we do appreciate having you. Mm-hmm. Uh, check out the Interstate Gamers. Check out um, all our sister podcasts. Are they called sister podcasts? Something like that. Yeah. Um, we um, also, I just want to give a shout out to uh, Rotten Apples. Is yeah, that check what it's out called? the podcast Rotten Apples. It's not called Rotten Apples. It's called Bruised Apples. Bruised Apples. <laughs> You're getting them confused with Rotten Tomatoes. And that's because they review movies every week. Go check them out. Uh, anywhere podcasts are available yep. and check out the 60 90 and 120 minute if you're brave enough yeah ipas from uh dogfish head brewing are they from michigan i don't know we you know what pull your phone out and look up dogfish head no not you well you can if you want to i'm just talking to our listeners because it's the fucking internet just find you it. have a world of like knowledge. It. You don't need me to tell you. In your pocket. But if you do need us to tell you, Jason's about to supply you with this information. Delaware. <laughs> Delaware. So very close. Uh, Yeah. Basically very Michigan. Close. Basically Michigan. Basically um, Michigan. Do check Dogfish Head out. I'm sure you've heard of them. At Dogfish Head. Lots of good beers. I've had their sequence ale. I've wanted to get that on here a couple of times, but yeah. never seemed like the right time. That's really good. It's got lime juice and sea salt. And anyways, um, check them out at Dogfish Head. I'm drunk. Uh. I think it's time to go. R- r- rate, review us uh, on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Tell your friends. Mm-hmm. Listen to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? Post us on the Twitter or your Instagram. Say like now listening. Hashtag now listening. And we will see you next week. We release episodes every whenever we feel like it. Usually, every whenever we feel like usually it. Usually every Tuesday. Usually every Tuesday, very late Tuesday because um, I'm a procrastinator, but I fulfill when needed and so that means eleven fifty nine p.m on tuesdays so just like college just like college so we'll see you then